want to thank you for tuning in to the Why Dad Drinks podcast. This podcast is about honest opinions with no chaser, hard truths, and good laughs. So I hope you got your favorite drink poured. Sit back, relax, and thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. It has been quite some time. Today is January 19th, 2021. I think the last time that I actually did a podcast was sometime back in like maybe March or so. Uh, this is the Dwyer Dash Drink Podcast, and this is the first episode I've done in quite some time. Definitely the first episode of the new year. So I'm actually happy to be here. Um, anyone listening to this, I'm, man, I'm happy that you uh, made it through 2020. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't. Um, I've had some people, I had a person that supported my life that didn't, but I'm here. So, just so you guys know, sorry, just so you guys know, I'm recording right now from work. Um, I work at a hotel, um, and which is interesting because this is kind of me where I work at is going to kind of talk about is going to come and play of what we're talking about this not today. Um, so, a lot doesn't even happen, man. You know, we got the virus, we, you know, had an election, and now we're coming up on the inauguration, which is, I believe, tomorrow, on the 20th. Is, is it tomorrow or was it today? The 19th, I'm not sure. Um, I need to find out. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but I actually live in Washington, D.C., where the inauguration is going to take place. Um, anybody that never heard of Washington, D.C., just... Go to Google and type in "storming the Capitol," and you will see <laughs> a bunch of craziness. I'm not even gonna get on that subject because that's just Jesus. That's I'm still in awe of that entire situation. But um, the inauguration is happening, man, and uh, um, you know, there's a lot of different things going on, uh, you know, within the city, and and you know. One of the first things I want to talk about is uh, what the inauguration being the inauguration coming has done to Washington D.C. Um, and this is the first time I've seen this in most in any inauguration. To be honest with you, um, one the city is completely like on edge. It, it really, really is on edge because, of course, you know with this election there was a lot of ups and downs and craziness. You know, recounts you know, stand, you know, stand up and stand by and all that other type of craziness that was going on. It stopped the steal. So with this inauguration, man, you know, we got a lot of different groups of people that are going to be converging on the city. And um, the city is, you know, is preparing, is trying to prepare for it. Uh, they're, they're preparing for it by, um, you know, subway system that we you know people use to get around a lot of stations are closed you know I, I don't think the train is going to be closed completely but the stations are closed to where like normally you would get off there you're going to probably have to get off somewhere else and catch a shuttle um some a lot of roads are being closed there's inaugurational checkpoints and um and and the reason i say this it's it's a scary situation because just recently there was a gentleman who was caught at an inauguration checkpoint with um, a gun 
and 500 rounds. Now, you know, I'm all for, you know, if you're licensed to carry, carry, you know, do you, you know, protect you, protect your family. But if you're walking around with 500 rounds, there's nothing that you can say to anybody that's saying that you're about to, you know, that you don't have any ill plans. 500 rounds? 500 rounds. 500 rounds. When I was in the military, when I was in the military, in Iraq, when we lead the base, I would have three full metal jackets of 556. Okay, for people that know what a full metal jacket is, that means a full clip, a full 30 round clip. Um, I've had four of those, one, you know, locked and loaded in my M16, and three of them on my LBV. And then I would have three clips of 9mm Beretta, one locked and loaded in the 9mm, and two on my LBV. You know what I'm saying? That that was what that is what we left the base with, you know, in a in a enemy environment. This person is not even in an enemy environment. He has on himself five hundred rounds. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's 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 showing some ill intent, bro. So it you know it's kind of put you know as far as what it's doing to the city, man. It's really it's really put people on edge. You know what I'm saying? There are people who are calling off of work, you know, that work downtown. There are people, they don't want to be nowhere near it. They, you know, people's commutes are, you know, cut short or, or you know, encumbered by, you know, the change in roads and things like that. And it's, and it's become like, honestly, man, it's become a real scary time. Like a real, real scary moment down here. But, you know, people are still living. People are still living. People are still, still getting by. Um, you know, people are still uh, trying to survive in this uh, crazy ass time that we live in. Um, so there's nothing stopping, nothing stopping what's what's coming. Um, and you know, since you know, since the inaugural, since the Lectures in it. I've been just going around, you know, getting other people's thoughts and uh, and what they feel about the uh, inauguration and what they feel about the uh, entire process of how things have happened here. Okay, okay, we back. Um, when you hear that sound, that means like a, it's like a little brief intermission, man. We're gonna change subject before we go back into it, man. But um, uh, a friend of mine had got these uh these cars, man. They're really cool cars, these pod deck cars, man. And um, he told me that uh every time we record, he wants me to have an intermission where he wants me to have, answer a question for one of the cars. And I said, sure, I ain't got no problem with that. It'll lighten the mood. So. I told him I was recording today, so one of the cards, one of the questions for one of the cards he asked me today was, um, if I were reincarnated as a famous landmark, which would it be? Um, and I thought about that. I thought about that for for a very long time, because I have like, a famous landmark. That wouldn't make any sense. Um, like a landmark, why would I want to come back as a landmark? 
It's just, why, why, why would I come back as want to come back as a landmark? Landmarks, people can gawk that, you know, take take pictures and they can move on. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't make any sense for me. You know, I want to come back as something that actually does something. You know what I'm saying? Something that's alive. Most people would. I don't know anybody that would want to come back as a famous landmark. You know what I'm saying? That makes no sense at all. But I, I thought about the question. I thought about it for a little for a little while. And um and then it finally hit me. Which now I'm gonna say this. But I'm gonna say this and what I what I'm when I say this, I uh you know I will come back, but it's got to be some stipulations when I come back. And I'm about to tell you what I mean. You're gonna when I say when I come back as landmark, you'll understand why I had these stipulations. Okay, it won't make sense. You won't have to ask any more questions. All right. So the one thing that I would come back as, as I said, that I would like to come back as the statue of Michelangelo, but. With a much larger dick. If you've never seen the statue of Michelangelo, go on Google, type in Michelangelo statue, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, these people, I mean, these people, uh, these people gawk at this thing. I mean, they gawk it. I'm actually uh, pulling it up right now. It's funny. I'm pulling it up right now because I don't even know where it's at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, it's the Michelangelo statue of David. Okay. So, yeah, the Michelangelo statue of David. I would like to come back as that. Um, and it's in Italy. Okay. But um, the way these... There's a lot of... Now, you can see representation of a lot of these statues throughout history. And they're built all the same way. You know what I'm saying? And, and these, in those times... How this dude look is like what their their idea their their idea of a perfect man looks like. But I'm a black person. I'm a black man. So if I were to be reincarnated as this, I would want it to be historically correct for me as a black man. So if I came back <laughs> if I was gonna come back as a landmark. This is the landmark that I would like to come back as. And I'm sorry. It, I just have to have, you know, my sculptor definitely has to put a much larger dick and balls on this thing, on there for me. I just couldn't be the way a statue is sitting right now. It's embarrassing. Like, like, it, <laughs> I'm about to say something real ignorant, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but it's mad embarrassing, you know. And as a statue, I would love, you know, just watch people come past and take pictures of me and just be staring at my junk and shit. I would, I would get a kick out of that for, like, all eternity. Like, that would be hilarious to me. Like, millions. I would count each every person. Each camera flash, I would count. I would count. Just so when I, I pass again, <laughs> if there's a such thing as passing again, if you reincarnated to, in a, as a statue landmark. So when I pass again, I'm like, well, you know, dog. In my old life, millions and millions of women took a picture of my dick. They just they posted it all over their Facebooks, all over their, you know, liked it. Some of them even took selfies with it. It was like right next to their face. It was great. It was a great way to come back. So that's that's what I would like to 
come back as if I had if I could come back as a landmark. Okay, okay. So now we both had a quick little interlude, but now we back, man. Um, so like I was saying before, uh, I'm really uh, getting some thoughts. You know, I've got some thoughts from other people and how they feel about the inauguration, man. And their thoughts, you know, people's thoughts on this inauguration is honestly, they, they're not going. Most people here in the city, bro, they just going to stay home. They're just going to stay home because they honestly, they don't feel so. They don't feel it safe. And I, I don't feel it safe to you. I don't think it's going to be safe either, man. I don't think, um, I don't think that, uh, it's going to be a good place to be. I think I would rather just zoom this joint. Matter of fact, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I don't really give it a goddamn. And I know that's kind of crazy to say that. Oh, I do not care. I don't care, bro. I just don't. I just don't. I just don't care. I just don't care about watching some speeches. You know what I'm saying? I think all politicians lie. So, I don't feel like watching a speech and talking about we're going to do this together. And No. You're going to do what you need to do so that they don't. You know, cut your time short and so that you can keep collecting this money. And when you get out of there, you got secret service for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, I'm not easily taken in by words. I'm more so want to see what you're going to do, man. That's, that's all I care about. So watching you take the throne. Now, the one thing I will probably watch for, I will probably watch. Because I think there's a moment. It's like the changing of the guard. Like, in the military, we had a, had a thing where you, you know, you, you, you changing of colors where you hand the flag off to somebody else. And that, you know, symbolizes them taking, you know, the responsibility into their hands. Um, I think there's a part like that with when you transfer presidency. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, the old president steps up and does what he does. And he does it. There's like a transfer in power, a change in command. I want to see that because I kind of want to see. <laughs> I kind of want to see Donald Trump's face a little bit. Is he going, you know, do it with dignity, you know, you know, and be a man about it? I want to kind of see what the crowd's reaction is going to be. Are they going, you know, rile up and storm, <laughs> storm the goddamn podium and act fools all over again? I want to watch for that. And I know it's crazy you want to watch for the mayhem, but what else do you watch news for nowadays? We watch news nowadays for that mayhem. You know, we watch. We don't really watch the news for, you know, what's really going on in our city. We watch news to see what craziness uh, is going throughout the world, and you know, especially, especially with the president, especially with within politics in the last few years, because politics have been the most craziest and entertaining thing that you can find. It's almost. People are watching the news like it's their favorite reality show, and that's what they're doing. They're watching it like it's their favorite reality show, and I don't, I don't blame them. It's always something crazy going on, something that you can't believe. Like, oh my God, that happened? Yeah, that happened. This is uh, the USA, the reality shit series. This is USA 
season, you know, 2020, or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, episode fucking three, you know, 246 or whatever, uh, so that that's, that's how I feel about the news right now, it's just a big-ass reality show, and we're watching to see what craziness is going next, um, somebody said something to me last night that was interesting, he said that, uh, he said that, uh, you're, you were destined to bear witness to these times. He said, no one that's here during these times is here by accident. Everyone is here during these times to bear witness for a reason. Um, and I thought that was genius because he's absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? And, and I never thought that uh, any of the things that I, 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 any of the things that I'm seeing in the world right now would be any of the things that I, I could have predicted. Um, if they had a bet where they're gonna give you a hunt, they give you a thousand dollars. Each thousand dollars is one guess on what's gonna happen within the next, you know, few years, next three, four years since Trump election. I never would have guessed anything. Anything. I never would have. I never would have got anything right because it's all been just kind of just crazy. All of it has just been one big crazy goddamn mess. I never would have guessed any of this stuff would happen. I'm glad I got to witness it, though. Um, I know school history teachers right now somewhere touching themselves because they're loving this right now. You know, <laughs> they get, they're getting they're they're in a time where they're part of the history where they're able to witness it themselves and imagine. 10, 15 years from now when they're still teaching, you know, God willing, and their textbooks have been updated to, uh, textbooks have been updated to, uh, <laughs> to, uh, reflect the information that's happening as of now. They're going to be in their classrooms just losing their mind and, you know, they're going to have their kids read the textbooks of what happened and then it's going to become that one great part where after they've read the text and took the test for the for what the book is says, because you know all that stuff has an agenda anyway. So you know after after the book closed, he's going to close his door, right? He's going to close his the, the door to his classroom, and he's going to be like, "All right, let me tell y'all what the really fuck was going on." It's <laughs> like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, he's like, yeah, remember that part about coronavirus and how it killed a lot of people? And Well, what it didn't tell you was a lot of times <laughs> people's re- people were marked that they had corona when they came in and all they had was a common cold. I said, it also said there's also time during that time where a woman was marked as dead and died from corona only for her family to find out that she was actually still alive. Yeah, they put her in the morgue because she was unconscious. They thought she was dead and they marked her dead from corona. But she was still alive minus any corona. Yeah, that happened. You know, and we we live in a time where people think the earth is flat. Um, 
you know, if you think the earth is flat, you know, more power to you. I just don't believe it. I just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make, doesn't make sense to me if the earth is flat, but that's all another conversation for another time. <clears throat> you know, you know, the history teacher going to have the door closed and it's like, um, Corona was around, but you know, people in Florida, you couldn't tell people in Florida and Atlanta that because they was partying. Here's a picture of me at, during that time in Miami having a drink with some people with, filled with, filled in the pool. So, yeah, man, it's just a weird time to be around, be alive and, you know, be in this city. Um, I might end up doing a follow-up to this depending on how it goes with the inauguration. But um, I just stepped back on this thing, man, to uh, to just get back into it. Give another episode, man. I hope that y'all still with me. Hope that y'all still listening in. And uh, I'm back now. So... There shall be more episodes to come. This has been another episode of Why Dad's Drinks. Excuse me. It's been another episode of Why Dad Drinks. Um, thank you. You know, love one another. Learn something. Teach something.